Hello and welcome back to the Jessica Pinelli podcast. I'm Jess, your host and your favorite female empowerment coach. This is a safe space to speak about all things on mindset, relationships, business, sex, money, and life experiences. Get comfortable, get ready, and let's go. Hello and welcome back to the Jessica Pinelli podcast. I'm so excited. This is episode number two of my brand new business series, CEO Monday Shit. And I realized that last week I didn't really explain why I have called it that. So if you follow me on Instagram, which by the way, if you're not, you should be at Jess Pinelli. I always say happy CEO Monday. CEO Monday to me is really setting up your week for success. Yes, it's a little bit more masculine energy based. It doesn't mean that every single Monday that I've ever had in business that I'm always just go, 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 go. No, absolutely not. There can be a feminine aspect. But for me personally, again, there's no right or wrong. But for me personally, CEO Monday is, yeah, how am I setting up my week for success in business and also my life? I think there was a period of time where I would just think about setting myself up for success business, but now it's the both parts, both polarities. So I started saying it years and years ago. I'm not going to say that I came up with this saying, but all I'm going to say is I was have been saying it for the past three years and now a lot of other coaches say which I love. Let's share the movement. I've also seen different interpretations of what CEO Monday is. So yeah, if you follow me on Instagram, you know this, but on the podcast, if you're like, why did you call it that? That is why I feel like CEO Monday is just happy CEO Monday is one of my favorite sayings. And it's just something that has really set my frame of mind because I used to fucking hate waking up on Mondays, is to hate it. Being in the fitness industry, you don't really have a day off. If you're just a personal, just a personal trainer, I'm just saying a personal trainer, you don't really have to work Sundays because you can choose not to. If you are a fitness group instructor, you are working Sundays. And I, when I was managing gyms, I was also an instructor. So I was working these seven days and I just hated fucking waking up on a Monday. I think also I was into the belief system of like, hate Mondays. Mondays is such a grind and a new week and Sunday's scary because I used to go out and binge drink all the time and, you know, have those really, really unproductive habits. And I hated Monday. I, there were so many Mondays, especially towards the end before I quit my job, where I would just wake up with such anxiety and such overwhelm because I was like, I fucking hate this. I don't want to wake up. I don't want to put on my uniform. I don't want to have to go to work and speak to people. Also, if you're listening to this and that's kind of how you feel, that's probably a huge indication that something needs to change in your life. That's probably a huge indication that you need to switch things up, change career, quit your job, just do something differently. Uh, Look, if you're like trying to transition a change, maybe look for some flexibility to work home from a Monday. I don't know. I'm just putting it out there. But that I just take myself back to that period of time. And it just, it was so low vibrational for me. Now, I love Mondays. It's probably, apart from Friday, 
it's probably my favorite day of the week. I just love setting myself up. I love a fresh week on a Sunday. I'm also always like, no, it's CEO Monday. Like I got to get a good sleep and all of this, no matter what I'm doing. And yeah, so it's really, really interesting. That's just a bit of a reflection for myself of that mindset shift but also the shift in my 3D physical reality. Again, this isn't me being like, you have to love Mondays to love your life. No, (laughs) maybe you love your life and your business or your career and you still hate Mondays. That's fine. This is my experience, but this is really where it comes from. So the name in itself and when I use it, there's a lot more background, right? It's not just a cool, fun name that I came up for this series. Like it actually means quite a lot for me upon reflection. But last episode, the first episode, we spoke about mindset. We spoke about energetics. I had a lot of you sliding into my DMs, absolutely loving, loving the episode. And it made me so, so happy because I put so much love into that episode and just being really, really honest because I feel in the industry, there is a sense of dishonesty when it comes to really showing up. And what I want this business series to be is something that is not vanilla. Like today, we are going to be speaking about content. There's going to be things you probably heard, but I'm not going to be sitting here. If you're looking for a business series that's like, all right, content, this is how many times you need to post. This is the best platform. These are the, no, I'm not your girl. There are so many different podcast episodes, YouTube videos, TikTok videos, Instagram reels, uh, carousel posts that are going to share that with you. I am coming into this series with a really non-bullshit approach. That is my experience that I'm sharing with you. So again, I just want to preface that by saying content, 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 content is probably one of the most valuable pieces of things that you can do in your business. Everything I'm going to bring to you in this series is going to be so, so valuable, but you really do not have a business if you don't have content. Again, it doesn't matter whether you are a personal brand, you're selling services, whether you have a product, like maybe you sell digital planners or something like that, but content is such a pivotal piece. The mindset shift that I have had to make over the past Well, I probably should have, when I share this with you, it's like an obvious one, but I really had to step into it. It's probably in the last 12 months and more specifically from the start of this year. So what are we now? We're October. So 10 months, right? Is yes, first you are a business owner and you are selling your services, but second, you are a content creator. I don't care if you have a negative association with that word, because when you think of content creator, what do you think of? Probably these lifestyle TikTokers that you follow, these fashion bloggers, vloggers, bloggers, both the same thing, uh, these YouTubers, day in a life or weekly vlog. That's probably what you think, right? Content creation like that is a full-time job. Absolutely. I'm not taking away from that. I love it. I love sitting down to eat my lunch and my like switch off regulating thing is so I'm not because I'm someone who gets in the habit of I'll have like a break, but I'm reading a book or I'm listening to Audible or I'm catching up on my my notes with my coach. So my guilty pleasure is when I have lunch, I love to watch vlogs of lifestyle influencers and content creators who are just sharing their day. So what I do want to say, that is absolutely a whole career. Um, I personally 
know people that that's it, that's their career. But specifically when it comes to business of selling a service like me, coaching, group coaching, masterminds, or selling a product, you are second a content creator. Now, this may seem obvious, or maybe for some of you, it's not really that obvious, but when I made that shift, a lot of things started to shift within me. I, when I first started my business, for me, it's not that content was a burden because I love, and if you listen to the most, you know, I love speaking. I love sharing my message. It's one of the reasons I started the podcast. But for me, it was like this, oh my God, everything else is more important. And the things that are going to come after this episode when it comes to, you know, sales and, and selling and, and offers and all of that, I would prioritize all of that. Now, again, I just need to say, yes, those things are important. That's why they're going to be in this business series. But I wouldn't prioritize refining and getting better at content and quality content and putting my time and energy into that because I'm like, I'm a business owner. And then the content's just a part of it. No, the content really makes everything. The reason that I have the client base that I do, the reasons why I have been able to build to a six-figure business is because of my content is because of me showing up. Earlier today, I did a podcast interview. I interviewed someone that you will hear. It will come out either next week or the week after. So stay tuned. It was fucking amazing. But this person also is an online coach. It's here. I'm so excited. I love when I bring boys, boys, men onto the podcast. But we spoke about, you know, the content creation part. And I think one of the most important things to understand is how are you putting what you love into the content that you are bringing out? And one thing we spoke about is we both resonated on the fact that going live on Instagram for the first time was such a scary concept. I've said this story on the podcast before, but if you haven't heard it, about four or five, no, way longer than that, five and a half years ago. The first time I went Instagram live, I was in my old apartment when I had this fitness manager job and I remember setting up my phone on a tripod and I had like my stool and I was behind a white wall because I was like, you know, it has to be clean, it has to be good, blah, 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 all this stuff. It took me an hour to press record, like to start the live an hour. I did my makeup and I was like basically so anxious and so scared and so nervous because I was like, what if I fuck up speaking? What if I, uh, you know, someone comes and they don't like it? What if no one shows up? And now, and this is what we were saying in the podcast interview, now I prefer live because I don't have to stop speaking. Story, yeah, I love showing up in stories, but stories, you know, you stop, start, stop, start, you edit, you put the captions, all that live. I'm just like, press record, let's go. Look at that transition, right? So basically why I share that with you is the first thing I want you to be aware of, like content takes time to get better at in the way that you want to do content. And I think it's a lot of trial and error for the things that you like and the things that you don't like. I think there are so many things uh, I guess, resources and coaches who are out there and tell you, here are these specific things that you need to do or else it's going to be wrong. No. One of the main things to keep it really, really simple, you need to give people value. Pe- you can't make content for yourself. 
you can't be selfish with your content. If you are building a business and you want to attract people and when you attract people, you are warming them up and you warm them up, they become leads and these leads potentially become sales. Again, we're going to touch more on that in episodes to come, but you need to give people value. You need to give people a reason to stick around. You need to give people a reason to consume you to be able to keep scrolling and and be like, I am connecting with this person. And there's many, many different ways to connect, right? You don't need to do a sob story or you don't need to share your deepest secrets or, you know, if you don't want to do it, a skit or uh, be an entertainer, you don't have to. But what you do have to do is you have to do trial and error. I like to give it 90 days, even, even six months, but really 90 days to really understand what's happening with my content. What are people resonating with more? What are people liking? What are people commenting on? What are people actually sliding in my DMs? What do I feel that I was putting out consistently? And it's 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 creating these leads. Now, I don't want you to also take that and be like, I need to look at my likes. I need to look at my engagement. I know that probably everyone's saying this now, the likes and the engagement and stuff, it doesn't matter. And I never believed this. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's easy for you to say because you have fucking, you know, like 500,000 followers and you get a million likes. Like I used to have that attitude. But what matters is actually the value. The pieces, it's really, really funny. The pieces of content that resonate and create sales for me are the pieces of content with the least amount of engagement. Yes, of course, there's the, the odd one. That's honestly true. I will have someone slide in and say they want to work with me and they'll say, you know, I'll, and I always like to have these conversations, like what really led you to want to work with me? And they'll share a piece of content that for me, if you look at the analytics, I'm like, oh, that did so fucking shit. But that person's like, yep, it was that piece. I've had these conversations. Those pieces of content, that piece of content resonated with me. And I was like, yep, she's my woman. So I just really want to share that for you because I know it's really easy in the world that we live in in social media to chase the likes, to chase the validation that gives us. But what I will say on that is to create a business with an influx of leads. You don't have a business unless you have leads. This is why content creation is so important. You need visibility. Content creates visibility. And the more pieces, I'm going to kind of like go back on myself a little bit, but I'm going to explain this. But you do want to get as visible as possible. Does virality help? Yes. But I'm going to give you an example that actually happened with me last night and is like a case where virality doesn't really help. So yesterday I posted a few TikToks and I posted a TikTok that was literally 30 seconds. And I said, two years ago, I microdosed and I, yeah, I said something about that. And then I was like, but I aren't my, I'm not microdosing right now, but I am taking mushroom drops. So I'm taking lion's mane for anyone listening now, lion's mane mushroom drops, right? Which I've raved about before. I think I've shared on the podcast. Will I microdose again? Absolutely. But basically this was a 30, 30 second, if that 25 second TikTok that I just filmed and I posted straight away. I didn't even overthink it. And I straight away got like 40,000 views. I've got like over a thousand comments, uh, sorry, over a thousand likes. I've got hundreds of comments and, you know, people starting and people wanting to know more and, you know, we attract all different types of people. 
I mean, it's amazing that people are becoming aware of people want to have these conversations because when I microdosed two years ago, uh, yeah, two years ago, yeah, two years ago, it was kind of like a, oh, I'm kind of nervous to speak about this. But why I say virality isn't the best thing is I didn't go viral for the things that I share in my business. However, that is a connection piece. That's the way I connect with people. I'm going to center now all of my content around the fact that I microdosed and I want to microdose again and I take lion mains drops. No, absolutely not. You know, but it's a part of the connection piece. But that's what I mean is you want to be very mindful of what you're putting out. Yes, how you're adding value, but what you want to be known for. You can hop on a trend and you can talk about something wild, but just know that at any point you can pick up engagement and people will know you for that or people will follow you for that. Now, yeah, I got over a hundred followers from that one post. I think like 150 followers and I just posted it yesterday. Like from this time, I think like 15, 16 hours ago. Amazing. And a lot of them are women. So yeah, luckily enough, my target market But what I'm trying to say with the content pieces is, again, I'm not going to base everything around that just because it gets traction and you need to be very mindful. So it's staying congruent to who you are. Now, this is what happens with a lot of people who follow trends or, you know, things that are happening on Reel and TikTok and then they go viral and it's not for what they really want to speak about or it's not for what they really stand behind. They just think, cool, this is a cool trend or, you know, I want to get a viral video. So just be very, very mindful of that and like, anticipate that at any time you can go viral, you can get engagement, you can have people see that you can get visible at any point. What do you want to be visible for? I think that's really the point that I'm making in regards to content and the type of content as in what you're speaking about and what you're sharing. What do you want to be known for? And over the past 12 months, I've really been refining that. What do I, when people are landing on my pages, whether it's Instagram, TikTok, or YouTube, listening to the podcast, what do I want to be known for? What do I want people to speak about? Am I going to be everyone's cup of tea? Absolutely not, right? And this is a thing. Stop trying to make content to please the masses. Make content that is giving your ideal person, which we're going to go into in a second, the value that they need. Stop being selfish when it comes to your content creation. Just because you, like, especially, this is the business hat that you are wearing. I am not saying that you have to speak specifically everything about, you know, what your target market desires and you absolutely hate a topic or you just can't be, like, you just really can't be fucked speaking about it because it doesn't light you up. No, like you have to find the things you love and light you up, but building a business from those things. So I'm going to give you an example. I love speaking about identity, self-concept, subconscious reprogramming, uh, self-sabotage, nervous system regulation, things I also love speaking about, but I don't focus all of my content on would be manifestation and feminine and masculine energy. However, have I recorded podcasts? Have I done TikToks and reels on it? Absolutely. It's still a part of me. It's still a part of the value I love to give, but it is not the things that I want to put my heart and soul when I create content into. Does that make sense? So it's not like you can't speak about these things, but what do you want to be known for? Now, just kind of digressing to what I was saying about your ideal person, speak to one person. If it is anything that you get from this entire episode when it comes to content, think of your one 
person, like who is your ideal client? And if you don't have any clients yet, make it up, draw it down. This is like, you know, your ideal avatar or you've had conversations or maybe you have a friend of mine or someone you worked with and you're like, okay, that is the type of person that I want to work with, right? Like quite literally, I'm telling you, this is the practical thing. Get out your journal and write that down. Like I like to draw a stick figure and then I kind of like branch off into different things or just get on your Google Docs, whatever it is, write it down. And then every time you're writing a content piece or you're about to film yourself, or you're about to speak or go on your story and how it is, how is it giving Sally that value? How is you speaking about the five ways to stop procrastinating giving Sally value? How is speaking about changing from a fix to a growth mindset giving Sally value? Or are you coming from a very selfish perspective? Now, regardless of whether you have been doing content for a long time or whether you just started, this is something to always, always come back to. When you create new programs, if you were selling services, even products, right? Service, like a new program or a new product, Who is that serving? Who is that ideal person that is serving? And with my programs, it's not always the same person. I will come up with an idea because collectively I'm having so many different conversations and I think this is the ideal person. This is who I'm targeting. This is who I'm marketing to. This is who I'm I'm going to create content for. But again, the content, if you were doing something, if you were creating content for that person and it's on, like if I was to think of my ideal content, um, uh, ideal avatar for programs I have to come up with and there were certain topics, like again, if it was like manifestation or feminine or masculine energy, I could speak about them, but there would come a point for me and I know this now and again, who knows, this may change in the future. There comes a point for me where it feels forced because I'm not, I'm not as into it. I can have conversations about them over and over again. I love these topics. Again, please, please listen to what I'm saying. I love these topics. In fact, you know, I teach them in my group coaching. They're byproducts. But what I really, really love is like, let's fucking talk about your nervous system. Let's talk about reprogramming yourself neurologically. Let's talk about your self-identity. That See how like even the change and shift in the way I'm speaking about it, that lights me up. So I'm going to be targeting towards there. So overall, the theme, I know I've spent time on this, but I think it's like one of the key aspects to creating content is who is that one person you are speaking for? Make it highly specific and speak to them. Stop trying to, this is something I tell you this from learning. Stop trying to speak to every single person. Stop trying to please everyone because it will do you a disservice. Yeah, maybe you will attract a lot of people in the masses. Maybe you will go viral. But again, and this comes from someone who's gone viral, but also I've had many conversations with people who have hundreds of thousands of followers, even a million followers. And that isn't everything because it's not their target market. It's exactly like the woman who she had a million followers and she tried to sell t-shirt this again, look it up on Google, but she had a million followers. She launched like a t-shirt or a clothing brand. And I think she only sold eight t-shirts. Isn't that insane, right? Because we look at that and we're like, you have a million followers, a million people that can click on that link and add to checkout and buy that. But you sold eight. Again, specifics, go look it up on Google. 
And do you know what that is? Because number one, her content was all over the place. She was going viral for the things she wasn't desiring. She was going viral for the things she really, truly at the heart didn't want to be known for. And from there, the content needs to create a connection. How are you connecting to people? I made a TikTok yesterday and I was basically saying, Take the coach you have on a pedestal off who is just always sharing the money, their screenshot of their Stripe and the screenshot of their bank account. Is that super inspiring? Yes, there's a few coaches that come to mind that are industry leaders currently who make a fuckload of money, a fuckload of money. They get a fuckload of testimonials, like so much money. And all they post is their programs and then a screenshot of their Stripe or their bank account to show this. You know what's missing from that? Yeah, that's so fucking inspiring. And people, and I've been sucking in. I'm like, wow, like I, that's the business. That's the money I want. But then I'm like, I don't even know you. I what? Where's your favorite coffee place? Do you work out? Do you do Pilates? Do you do yoga? Do you do a boxing class? Do you go out with your friends? What do you do for date nights? Do you go for daily walks? What's your favorite book that you're reading? Do you listen to podcasts? What is your workspace look like? And it's not about, okay, don't get me mistaken by thinking you need to share every single aspect of your life to connect with people. No, but see how there it's kind of like, I don't even know who that person is. There's no connect. Cool. You make a million dollars. You make millions and millions of dollars. Amazing. And you're showing me constantly, but who are you really? There's absolutely no fucking connection piece with this. I think it's ridiculous. I think it's something that just to go on a little bit of a rant, I think it's something right now in the industry that is a huge problem of these coaches that are making so much money, but you are so disconnected from your audience. You're connecting to them because you make money. You're connecting to them because you're saying, well, if you make X amount in your business, then you'll be able to book a first class flight or you'll be able to, you know, put a deposit down on a place that you want to rent straight away. Okay, cool. But what are the small things? My audience, the community that I have created, especially here in the podcast, because I have so many of you slide into my DMs and on Instagram, I show my life. Again, do I show everything? No, there's things in my relationships. There's things that happen behind the scenes. They don't need to be shared. They don't need to be shown. But you you guys know. You know what I, I do day to day or you know my favorite things or you know the, the the way that I dress or, you know, the way that I, whatever it may be. I think that is so important. Again, only share what you're comfortable with. But my main point is there is your content needs to connect. If you are just every day on your story selling, which, by the way, this will come into a different episode. Do you need to sell every single day? Yes, you do. Absolutely. Every single day. Now selling again i'm not going to go into too much this is an episode on its own but selling doesn't quite literally mean getting on your story and being like hey buy my shit it's selling what has this created what can you do i show my very free lifestyle i show my 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 free flowing mornings you can't do that in a corporate job that you fucking hate but if you follow your fears and you take the leap, you can start a business that can create this free-flowing morning. You know, one of my goals when I started my business, I was like, I want to be able to just sit in bed in my pajamas and be on my laptop and work. As simple as that. Of course, I have bigger goals and bigger aspirations, but like, honestly, just like living in my pajamas if I wanted to. If I can't be fucked getting out of bed, I just want to work on my laptop in my pajamas. And I did it. 
right? And it showed people that. It showed people it's 10 a.m. on a Friday morning. I'm still in bed in my pajamas. I'm working on the business, but this this is the, the freedom. This is the lifestyle. See how that's a point of selling. That's a subconscious selling thing is sharing with people. Yes, uh, you know, thinking on businesses too, where you share the results, the testimonials and all of that. Yes, of course, sharing from other people what they have achieved is absolutely amazing. But show me how your life has changed. If I am hiring you as my mindset coach, how is my life changing? How does that reflect? If I'm hiring you as my business coach, what is that going to do for me? All right, cool. You're showing me the strategy for business and the blah, 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 X, Y, Z. But what is the byproduct? That is such an important thing that is missed by so many people in online businesses of like, what is the byproduct of this? And that just comes to the connection piece that comes to being able to connect with your audience. And this takes trial and error, which leads me to my next point. Consistency. Consistency doesn't mean you need to post every day. Do I recommend if you're starting and you're trying to gain traction and visibility, be posting every single day? Absolutely. I have a girlfriend. She has a skincare brand. She has just started on TikTok. And I said one to two posts a day. Again, content creation is part of your job description when you are a business owner. So don't get into the mindset that I was where I'm like, oh, so fucking tiring. There's more important things to do of that. No. Content creation is the important thing to do. And so I said to this girlfriend, it doesn't matter. Just one to two times a day and just post it. Don't overthink it. So many people look at their their content and they overthink it. I just post. I posted. I will tell you exactly. So I'm not making it up. I'm not even kidding. Before this, I was just kind of grounding myself to get into the mode of recording this podcast. And I posted one, two, three, four, four TikToks in a row, four TikToks in a row. They're all 30 seconds to 60 seconds each. And I just shared things from the podcast interview that I was thinking of, things like conversations that I've already had this week with my friends. And I posted them. And that was it. I put the captions on it. I cropped the start and the end. And that was it. Do I have other refined ways of sharing my content. Of course, you go to my Instagram. There's more professional setups, but you don't need that. Hold the camera up, just speak, create, stop spending 55 hours in fucking Canva. Stop. Again, this is someone who was guilty of that. Stop it. And if you were doing it, it's such a fucking waste of your time. Get something out, refine. If I unarchive the shit that I used to post, like the Canva posts that I used to use on my in-feed, I can actually see it in my head. What I, I wish like visually I could show you, like I know on the on YouTube, but I can't like hold it up and show you because it's archived. Take too long. But honestly, shit, so shit. Like I look at that and I'm like, oh. But imagine if I just stopped and I just wasn't posting. I was waiting for perfection. Again, if you haven't listened to my perfectionist episode, definitely go listen to that, especially if that's coming in with your content. But I really, really mean it. You will get better. It is trial and error. That is what consistency is. It's choosing an amount that you can get out consistently every single day to build the visibility, to get your voice out, to make a stance. And think of the connection pieces. Think of the value. Again, if you're posting on your story and you're selling, whether it's a hard sell or a soft sell, right? This will come into the selling uh, episode, but what is the value that I'm giving to you? What am I showing you? And I don't necessarily mean it's like four tips to feel more at peace. Like I don't always mean value like that. I just mean like if I'm consuming you, like what am I getting from you? It, it's the law of uh, reciprocity. 
reciprocity. I can't say it, right? You reciprocate. So if you're giving and giving and giving and giving to someone, they have this subconscious feeling they want to give to you. They want to pay you for more. There is no such thing as giving too much. Don't be afraid of giving too much free value and too much free content. That's a way that I built my my entire business is giving so fucking much. Look how much I give in the podcast. This is something where I could have started recording and be like, fuck this, I'm going to package this up and charge it. It can, because I'm giving you what the the type of vibration that I give in my coaching. Do you get the frameworks? Do you get the one-on-one support and the accountability and the expansive conversations and to ask me questions? Yeah, that's the difference when you invest, right? But don't ever be afraid of over-delivering. In fact, deliver more. If you think you're doing enough, you're probably not. Give more connection, the consistency. You don't need to burn yourself out. If, if it freaks you the fuck out to post three times a day on TikTok, okay, is it a fear thing? Do you actually not have time or do you consistently have time? Batch create, right? I don't want to go into the nuance of it. Like find something that works for you, but you do have time and it does not have to be perfect. Get your phone, speak about something that lights you up, post. At the end of the week, reflect on your content. What do you believe you could do better? What do you want to speak more on? Are people commenting or people sliding in and saying, I love this, speak more, speak more on that if it really lights you up. And the vibration. When you are putting out the content is like the vibration behind it needs to be from a business. Like I want to teach you. I want to give you. If you're going into content creation with like, I am making this piece of content because it's going, I hope that it's going to give me leads and I'm going to make money from it. That's kind of the wrong vibration. Are we creating content to make money? Yeah, it's a byproduct. But if you go into it with the vibration of, I love this, I love giving, I love sharing, I love giving value, you're going to get the vibration back. You're going to attract the people you really want to do. I can spend five minutes on your profile, looking at your stories. And I can tell you all of your blind spots and exactly why you aren't making sales and exactly why you aren't attracting the people you want to. It's very, very easy for me now. I've been in this game long enough. I've had enough mentors and I can go on your profile. This is why I am consistently refining my profile every week, every day, every everything I now make. I, I am so fucking consistent. My business friends who own businesses they call me the queen of consistency when it comes to content I am so fucking quick to refine and to change and fix and do something better and make it better but I've been doing this for years nearly six years now with content it and that's the thing don't listen to me and think you need to get better no but just make sure that you have some time of reflection every single week to be able to sit back and look and be like, what did I feel I had to force? Like, if you have to force content, don't do it. There's been many times where I'm like, okay, I want to post a post today and I want to write it out. And it's just like, it's clunky as fuck. And then I compare it to posts where it's like out in five minutes. That's the energy we want, the flow. However, however, there is sometimes the resistance you have to push through. Because what will come up is the procrastination, is the self-sabotaging tendencies, is the nervous system going, oh, I'm dysregulated. Because what happens? You post that, you could go viral, you get visibility, you get clients, you get more money, you get more success. What does it mean? Your whole life changes. 
that's just like a quick, simple, easy self-sabotaging cycle and loop that I often notice in a lot of women and men who have online businesses. So yes, you do need to have the discipline. Content creation is absolute discipline. So if you are stagnant, if you are stale, you're not getting the leads, the the sales that you want, you're not getting the traction. Remember, the goal isn't to become viral. It's about the consistency and quality. Then you can start upping the quality. Then you can start getting better at what you want to get better at and what you want to speak to. But it takes absolute time, consistency, speaking to that one person, refining everything, putting it out with the vibration of, I want to share, I want to love. But start, stop. Like, honestly, this is me being blunt. Stop fucking overthinking it. Put it out there. Who gives a fuck? You know, that piece of content is not going to be important. I don't really remember my piece, my first videos, like reels or anything on Instagram, my first TikToks, like I, I don't remember. And, and that is fine because I, I have gotten better and better and better and better. Consistency pays off and refinement pays off. So in all of this, like I said, this wasn't going to be like a vanilla stock standard. Like this is the headline you use, need to use. And this is, yeah, there's art, there's a different art. And I could probably do a part two on content when it comes to the, the specifics of, you know, having headlines and copy, copywriting versus content and marketing. Absolutely. I could do that maybe after this series, but just remember when it comes to content overall for your business, you do need to start somewhere. You do need to speak to one person. You need to be highly specific. It's so much better. And you're going to attract the people you want from going, uh, here's three tips for your mental health in comparison to here's how I stopped spiraling every Monday morning when I was getting dressed for my office job. How much more specific is that, right? And even some of you right now would be like, oh, fuck, that's a good post. I'd read that as opposed to three tips to your mental health. Like, yeah, they have their place. Absolutely. But we're better. I'm telling you, you can be better. And that's speaking to one person. Like in your mind, it's like, that's Sally. She goes, she wakes up and she's getting dressed on a Monday morning and she hates her office job. She said it so many times. And every morning, Monday morning, when she's waking up, getting dressed, she's thinking, she's putting on a blazer and she's thinking, fuck, I just hate being in that office. Be specific, speak to that one person, refine it, be consistent and just start and don't stop. Gain the momentum. I'm queen of consistency for a reason because I've started momentum. It's embedded in me now. Like I said, I am a business owner, entrepreneur, number one. Number two, I'm a content creator. And that's the type of mindset that you really need to step into. I'm going to leave it there. I am already so excited for our third episode. If you got so much out of this episode and this business series, please, everyone on YouTube, I would love for you to subscribe. Everyone listening, come follow me over on Instagram and even watching here on YouTube. 
share it on your story, tag me, come slide into my DMs. Let me know what your takeaways were. Let me know what you want me to speak on. On Instagram, I started a broadcast channel. And what I'm actually doing is probably once a week, I will drop in my anonymous link. You can ask anonymous questions and I'm going to do voice message responses. So for example, I answered two this morning, just to give you like the vibe of what anonymous questions I'm asking. So number one is if you have so many ideas, So many ideas, how do you know where to start? Also, how do you categorize them in order of importance? I'm more mystical than logical, but I want to learn. So I did three voice messages response to that. These are anonymous questions. And then my second one that I answered this morning was, what is a daily activity you can do to help embrace self-love and confidence? So if you want to get answers to types of questions, you want to ask more on content, like come join my broadcast channel, basically go to my profile and it's called Makeshift Happen with JP. Click on it, join it, and I'll be dropping that link probably once a week. So that's been a really fun interactive thing for me and I love it and I can VM and give the answers and you can stay anonymous if you want. But as always, I would appreciate a five-star review, leaving a written review if you have the capacity and I appreciate you all. Thank you.